This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Oh, we uh we had some news. We'll 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 tease it. Uh Miss Wisconsin did something quite amazing yesterday. I'm sure everybody's was, already seen it. Was it last night? Yeah. Yeah, people haven't gotten up. This is the first they're hearing about it. What? Miss Everybody was, stayed up. Oh, really? Yes. Did you know it was the even on? The highest ratings they've ever had. No, it wasn't. You're right. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, the Miss America pageant was on last night. I had no idea. We finished watching Wednesday last night. We oh, finished our last yeah. episode. Man, that last uh, episode's a uh, freaking, that had some action. Mm-hmm. That was one Good of the. Good stop. I, I was surprised they, uh, not to give anything away, I'm surprised they wrapped it up so neatly. They left a little cliffhanger, but uh, they wrapped some loose ends up on Wednesday. Fantastic show. Great, great show. I think I read that uh, ratings are way over the top from even uh, Stranger Things. Yes, I read that too. Crazy. Jenny Ortega, who I think's in the new Scream movie too, coming out. Oh. If I'm not mistaken. It's weird to see her without makeup on. It's like, no, put the suit back on. Go to school. <laughs> it's weird. You have her typecast already? I do have her typecast, but I like it. She's gorgeous, man. I like her. I haven't seen her in anything else, so I've got work to do. Have you? Uh, have I got work to do? Have you seen her in anything else? No. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Miss. I never even knew she was uh, <laughs> right. No clue. Uh, yeah, so Grace uh, Stanky mm-hmm. won uh, Miss America last night, huh? She is uh, from Wausau, and she goes to UW Madison. She's probably a big fan of the show. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not prepared to go that far. Say she's a big fan of the show. Well, that's good. I don't know her musical taste. She did a uh, violin for her talent and she rocked it. Pretty girl, tall. Smart. I believe she is uh, smart. So we can talk about that later. That's, that's pretty cool, man. Beat out New York, Texas, West Virginia. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, probably the rest of the states, too, huh? Yeah, the other one's got uh, pummeled, too. Forget about those. From Walsh, a nuclear engineering student. Yeah, we picked the wrong. Dang, wrong major, didn't we? I wonder what she likes to talk about on a date. You think nuclear energy or uh, the fact I'm trying to make my cat talk? Where do you think that would go? Where you, side, you think that'd fall on? Yeah. So tell me about your experiments with your cat. Shock therapy, uh, treats. What? Uh, what are you into, dude? Dude, after we have dinner here, at Taco Bell. You want to go to Wando's and get hammered? Yeah. No, I'm gonna go solve some nuclear fission problems. I'm like, oh, that's cool, dude. See you later. I'm sure if she's super smart, she probably only wants to date super smart people. Oh, it's probably accurate. So, yeah, you know. You think nuclear engineering students only date nuclear engineering students? No, but I, they probably only date other smart people. 
you know, they ain't gonna slum it with a DJ. All right. Are those real diamonds in that crown? I don't remember. Should I look it up? Yeah. You get to keep it? Well, she sure is pretty. The crown is actually made up of real diamonds. Really? Mm-hmm. She is a proponent for clean nuclear energy. Um, the crown may be real for the crowning, but most other times it's a simple rhinestone crown. Because they don't want to wear that out in the general public. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> Imagine wearing that down bar time, State Street. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Who do you think you are, Miss America? Yeah, actually I am. Let's see. But really the only time you can say that. She does not get to keep it. She should get a ring, like a Super Bowl ring or something nice. I'm sure they probably get to keep, like, their sash. Hey, don't you think they get uh, the... Uh, she gets uh, $50,000 in scholarship money. Wow. Yeah. So she, like, a alumni of Miss America, they get, like, a pendant or a, a ring or a, something they don't talk about, like magic underwear or something. Right. They get a tattoo. Miss America, bitch. Well, do you think you're like Miss America or something? Because you're not that hot. Who do you think you are, Miss America? Yeah, I am Miss America. That's cool. Nice. Nice work. We used to have uh, uh, relatives that lived up near Toledo. Uh, We used to go up as... uh, Holy Toledo. I'm like, yeah, teenagers. Uh, I remember on my dad's side. I remember, uh, you know, when you live near a nuclear plant and, and uh, this damn thing explodes, you can't, your homeowners will not cover it. Do you know that? It's an act of God. No. Um, no, it's just an engineer that. Slept through a shift. No. Um, uh, there is a policy in place. It's actually worse than flood insurance, I think, if I remember it right, where you uh, you are limited to your damage and exposure by the government, and the government gives you a pittance, and then that's all you get. You, you're not allowed to sue the government because the government owns the, the plants. Wow. Yeah, if I, re- if I recall that right. You can that's look that crazy. up. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, so if they build a nuclear plant in Windsor out by the new uh, batting cages and the recycling center, uh, and it, and it, we had a meltdown and, there, and a reactor melted down, I couldn't. American Family will not cover that if my house melts. That's insane. And because, like, if they built it, it wasn't there when you built your house. Right. Right. So it's not like, you know, like these people that move by farms and then they're surprised when there's well, no, you'd want to sue farm the, air. You'd want to sue the government for 18 trillion quintillion dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's not happening. <laughs> You're going to take this $28,000. Jesus. Get out of here. Yeah, crazy stuff. That man. is crazy. Yeah. 
Got to go new. So we have the new fission thing going on that we just discovered last week when we shot laser beams into the goo and came out with positive energy, like, we- like the sun. Yeah. So that's that that may uh, eventually take out nuclear plants. It's the new nuclear. No radioactive waste. Um, nuclear fusion reactor breakthrough is significant, but light years away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take that, <laughs> Miss America. Mm. What's your opinion on clean nuclear energy? <laughs> Take that. Grace Stanky. <laughs> this debate's over. I think it's kind of cool, eh? It, it's so cool, dude. It is so cool. So you'll, you'll uh, I think I read, somebody was doing a comparison on, on energy use from that eventually. You're, like nuclear, I think in your life, you will use each person's energy. You, the biatch. Yes. Based on nuclear energy, would use like a quarter can of soda in spent nuclear fuel in oh. your in your lifetime. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Cuz a pellet I think is a ton of or a ton or two of coal, one pellet. Yeah. of nuclear energy. Mhm. It's incredible. I have a bunch of friends that are on the they're The nuke train? Yeah, big yeah. time. I just let them handle it. I'm like, look, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't make sweeping statements like that when I got a mouthful of coffee. Sorry, dude. Look, I just I just bailed. <laughs> I had to go put on a bathrobe and do shots at a bar in Lodi. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't have time. I didn't think me handling the nuclear thing would be the best idea. Right, right, right. Pass that task along. <laughs> Nuc- nuclear war. Yeah. Nuclear. Oh, no. Hey, I'm curious uh, how far that 50G um, scholarship's going to get her. What's it cost to be a oh, God. nuclear physicist at UW? That's a well, gr- 50G's probably like, I mean, is that one semester? I, I have no clue. I I don't go to college. Can you pull some of that out? <laughs> I listen to you guys. Can you pull some, can you pull some of that out for, for a late night uh, bar shot to so. Baracha? No? I don't think so. Not I doubt it. Hey, hey, did you hear the one about the necromancer trying to settle down? No. Hey, he's trying to raise a family. Oh, dude. dude. F- fabulous. Thank you. Can you imagine uh, okay. if Grace Stanky goes, hey, I could I get that 50000 in Taco Bell gift card? She would be the coolest dude ever in the history of the world. Okay. Uh, so this is, let me see, is this for one semester? Yeah, here you go. Here you go. We're going to, we're going to put this in perspective here. For nuclear. No, this is just average. Okay. It's just a, like a, like a generic engineering degree. <laughs> I'd like engineering with a nuclear add-on. <laughs> this can't. Year. Okay, so cool. For a year. Yeah, okay. Is this UW? Yeah. About seventeen thousand. Seventeen thousand. Mm-hmm. A, a some a, a year. A, a year. That's it. Mm-hmm. For in state, that's incredible. But that, that's average cost after financial aid. Okay, there you go. Well, you probably have to do. I don't. After you graduate, don't you? It's like a doctor. You'd have to go intern somewhere or something. Yeah. 
And you're not going to get that in four years. Or do you get to the nuclear plant and then they teach you? Is there, a, is there like a mock nuclear plant somewhere on campus with buttons and whizzers and, and blinky lights? Whizzers. If you want to watch a great movie about nuclear plants, watch. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Nuclear fuel is not green oozing stuff like the stuff comes out of you in the last 24 hours, which you ought to get looked at. Uh, China Syndrome. Michael Douglas, Jane Fonda. Great movie. I've told you to watch that a hundred times. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. It's really sad, actually, at the end. Yeah. But it's it's cool, man. It's uh, it's like a they kind of lay, put it out there in layman's terms, so you understand a little bit. I watched uh, what do they call those people that go to weird traveling destinations, dark travelers or whatever. I watched one of those dudes go into the Chernobyl place. Oh yeah, I've seen the robot cameras go into those things, man. It looks like a it's a disaster zone. Well, he went in there, and there's an old lady living in there, and they were doing shots of vodka together. <laughs> Yeah, where the animals are flourishing, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They look normal. Yeah. I'm sure, they've just, they've built up some kind of tolerance. I don't know. Who knows? And then, and wh- how's the Fukushima area doing? I think the, uh, I kind of forgot. About I think, that. Uh, God, I wish he was here to tell us we're wrong about all this stuff. I think living next to a nuclear plant, you get like a, it, it's, it, it amounts to like a chest x ray every, Whatever amount of time, X amount of time, a year or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Probably the well, same amount that's coming out of these three screens I'm staring at in front of yeah, me. Yeah, right. I know. Ah, nothing like a good. I don't know. Where where the big. Stimulating conversation of nuclear energy in the morning. Especially about people who know nothing about it. You know what would be great? <laughs> I would like to take the last 15 minutes. And actually play it back in front of a nuclear scientist and see how much <laughs> we actually got right. I would love that. There, and we got a grade. They would probably, like, they'd go lay in traffic. <laughs> They're just done with life. And today in headline news, a nuclear scientist was run over by a truck as he laid himself on the road after listening to the J.J. Morning Show talk about nuclear fission, where everything was accurately incorrect. Yo. Hey, Homer, it's your ship. <laughs> it's not slimy and oozing, man. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, all right. We have an ongoing debate on the show about what is art and what is not. Um, would you just call that NART? I said it's something I'd hang in my man cave, I guess, would make that art. Um, PBR neon. All right. Uh, two cops in London kicked down a door to a business the other night to save a woman who was slouched over. She had her face in a bowl of soup. They saw her through the window and rushed in to get her. But when they got inside, they realized no one was actually in trouble. It was art. <laughs> <laughs> Poor art. The business was a modern art gallery, and the woman uh, slouched over was just a very realistic mannequin. No. It's a modern art sculpture that the place recently installed to add some character and to make customers laugh. It's called Christina and was commissioned by Banksy's old agent. Ah. An employee at the gallery was upstairs making some tea when the cops busted in and had no idea why the hell the cops were around. Turns out, 
a random person who saw the mannequin through the window called it in, and then the cops double-checked, and sure as snit, there was somebody passed out, but it wasn't. It was just this art sculpture. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I like it. Yeah, I like it, too. I think it's art. Uh, Especially since it's in an art gallery. It's like interactive art. At that point, it became interactive, for sure. Yeah, especially like at night, and you look at it in a window, and some <laughs> it looks like somebody's dead in a bowl of soup. Right. <laughs> I'd probably... Kick the door down? I don't know. Anybody? Well, it being a modern art gallery. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to go, well, hang on a minute. Right. If you know it's an art gallery. If you think it's a restaurant, that's different. Well, one could could surmise, Biatch, that if the cops kick down the door or shoot or or dive through the window or B-Squad goes through the window from the roof, that art did it. That artist did its job. 100%. Yeah. Dude. That, I got to say, that's cool, man. Oh, wow. And then, uh, and then you could add to it and put mannequin cops with their guns drawn. Don't add. No, don't add. <laughs> Everybody's a critic. I don't think they have guns over there. Don't add. Oh, that's true. They've got belly clubs. Uh, PC2. Interesting stuff. Uh, dude. All I got for Christmas was this ugly sweater. This ugly sweater. Oh, yeah, I love that song. It makes me look just like Nat King Cole. He's unforgettable. Pretty sweet, dude. Yeah. I like that. It's National Ugly Sweater Day. Ah. Yeah. Uh, just ugly sweater day. It doesn't have to be ugly Christmas sweater day. Just ugly sweater day. Um, I know you own a few ugly sweaters. Uh, yeah. So you're saying they don't have to be Christmas sweaters, just a, something. Yeah, it just says ugly sweater day. Abhorrent. Mm-hmm. Speaking of abhors, how's your mom? She's all right. Um, Horrier than ever. But do you have a sweater that's ugly that's not Christmas? I wouldn't be wearing a sweater if it wasn't a Christmas, a sweater of Around the holidays, I think the season. only sweaters I own are Christmas sweaters. Yeah, it's, I don't own another sweater. I don't wear a sweater. I think the closest I get to a sweater is like a. I have this. Uh, I don't remember the brand. It's a golf. It's not. It's like a hybrid sweater, windbreaker, but it's it it it's got the look of a sweater, the feel of a sweater, but it's got a liner inside of it. The young kids be wearing sweaters. Sure, of course. And fanny packs, I'm and sure. They're ugly sweaters too. Yeah. No, I I guess I I don't know. I guess I'd wear a sweater. Nah. Of course you can put any saying on a sweater now and I guess it's cool. I don't know. Ugly ugly sweater. Remember when ugly remember the sweater business was not booming? And now Walmart's and got your sweater almost almost died got, from grief. You can go to Walmart and it just they've got racks of Quote, ugly sweaters. See, now this website says it's quite an ugly industry. Christmas sweater day. Yeah. Quite an industry. So is it freaking National Ugly Sweater Day or Ugly Christmas Sweater Day? You decide. Uh, what is, uh, I, the, so, uh, I, my cat Christmas sweater isn't a sweater. It's almost just like a, uh, what would it be? It's like a hoodie without the hood. What would that be? I don't know. It's not sweater material. It's a sweatshirt. It's a sweat top. Sweatshirt. Sweat it's a sweatshirt. 
We are nuclear scientists. <laughs> well, you're throwing so much crap at me. I don't know what the... It's not a sweater sweater in the classic sense that you say it's a sweater. But uh, I don't know if that, that hasn't bothered anybody yet. I, Dude, I don't know. I don't know anything. Uh, Hey. It's a sweat top. But uh, it's fine it. because if you're going to put on a uh, an iron on like a cat, not sewn on, you need a sweat top. So it adheres. And then you can put, because I have a battery-operated Christmas lights all around the cat. Yeah. So I don't want to. There is a nuclear reactor at the University of Wisconsin. I don't want to self-combust. That's amazing. There you go. Is it uh, active? The UWNR stands for nuclear reactor. Secrets. Nuclear. And now nuclear. it's time for nuclear secrets <laughs> on JJ. Breaking. Hold on. Oh, it's on insert. <laughs> the, uh, the only uh, safe uh, refuge from the nuclear UW meltdown is either at the basement of the city bar or Valari's Karate <laughs> down below the street. Okay, UWNR has operated as a teaching and research reactor since 1961. Wow. The lab supports a wide range of research and educational endeavors, including the engineering physics department, other departments of the university, and both external education and non-educational institutions across the U.S. Now, the UWNR is located in the Mechanical Engineering Building at the University uh, of wisconsin Madison. Uh, uh, down to the top secret. <laughs> the reactor is one three thousandth the size of a commercial reactor. Oh, so it's like a radio studio. It's like a production room. Um, however, because it is a teaching and research reactor, it does not produce electricity. The UWNR is one of three facilities composing the Max Carbon Radiation Science Center. To learn more about the Max Carbon Radiation Science Center, you have to know the password. Oh, uh, <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Duh. Uh, uh, wouldn't it be funny if you were a... I wonder if they do this. A, a first-year engineering student. It's his first shift at the make-believe nuclear PlayStation. Do you think they play pranks on him? <laughs> 100%. A guy comes running in with his face melting, going, My God, the reactor is melting down! He's got green slime, his eyeballs dangling. You know, his he's, face is melting off. Right. Push that would the, be incredible. Push the, push the button, you idiot! That would be what would happen if DJs ran the place. That's <laughs> terrible. And then you hit the abort button on the big nuclear board, and a fart sound effect comes out. Then like, oh, oh, that's you guys. It's like, you guys. Oh, God. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Super 8's new candle collection <laughs> smells like a road trip. Have you seen this? No. All right, this is not a lie. It's called Sense of the Open Road. Sense. 
S C beef jerky. S C E N T. Yeah, what do you think uh, the scent of the open road is? And this is sponsored by Super Eight Hotel. We have one in Windsor. It's connected to the bar next door. You know. Yeah, you know, it the, is. the old shady hotel. Uh, yeah. Well, I've the when I was over at the bar next door, the folks that were coming out of Super Eight smelled like skunk. I don't know what that oh, means. Oh, you mean the, I, you that's know. the old that's the old uh, Tops Hideaway, not the new. So have you been in the newly yeah. refurbished? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that nice? It's amazing. Wow. Get the muscles. Oh. Yeah. And then I, get get some. What is it like French bread? You're dipping into the sauce. I don't know. When I was over there, Lance, he just drank it right out of the bowl. <laughs> you do. It's like you just chug it. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to do it, but it was good. It's good. Uh, candles are hot, not just literally. Uh, for a mere $19. Nope. 74 cents. Priced in honor of the year of Super 8's first hotel, 1974. $19.74. This limited edition candle collection ticks all the long drive boxes. It's Rome free candle comes with the scent of having your windows down on the open road. Oh, cow crap. Okay. All right, here we go. Let's get into the scents here. This is really funny. Uh, the snack time candle recreates a smell of smoky, savory beef jerky. I knew jerky had to be in there. While Brain Freeze offers aromas of a cherry slushy. Sure. Stop at the, get some gas and a slushy. Super 8's Light Bite candle is intended to smell like breakfast. And Morning Jolt is scented like fresh ground coffee. coffee. Yeah. I mean. I figured I could talk you into it. I, I have a hard time paying more than like seven bucks for a candle, though. Wow, wow. That's like the cheapest small candle off-brand you could find in your life. You ever see? That's how I know you don't shop at Aldi. I did, I watched. Uh, what was I watching? Motor Trend. I can't remember what I was watching. Um, they were at the mansion of the Yankee candle inventor. Yeah. If you want to go down a rabbit hole, check that guy out. He had like a fifty Ferrari car collection in his basement. He just died not too long ago. His son took it over. Yeah. He was making candles in his garage. Like 20 years ago. Right. <laughs> uh, the, the, at Aldi, you can get candles, and they smell amazing, and they last long, and they're like six bucks. There you go. And that's that's about my price So, range. bottle of wine and a candle, 20 bucks are out the door. I did buy a nice candle for my special lady friend, one of the Woodwick ones. You ever heard of those? Uh, yes. It's got the, the long, it's shaped like an S. I don't know if it's shaped like an S. No, the, the wick itself. It's wood. It's, it we have makes a, the sound of crackling yes. wood when you light it. We That's have, fancy. We have those. That's about as fancy as this bitch gets. You spl- you splurged. I did. Uh, when you uh, travel, you get a sense of, of pl- it's a lovely trip. <laughs> <laughs> and now... Governor Keeley for Super Sense Super Eight Candles. I give you think of the seasonal changes. Go down the road smelling the sense of America. How was your uh, trip, Senator? Candles. Hmm? Candles. Oh, a, a nice trip. Yeah, very nice. Uh, we decided to drive down to see the seasons change. Mm. It was a long trip, though. Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, 
Georgia. But it's just so magical to me to come from the north where it's cold to the south where it's warm. <laughs> oh. Oh. See the tremendous differences from region to region in this incredible country of ours. Yeah. Makes him want to make a road trip. When you travel, you get a sense of a place by taking in the smells. Uh, welcome to Stoughton, everybody. I'll never forget it. So when we started to think, I t- she said, take me where it stinks. Smells, no, kiss me where it smells oh, kiss, funny. Kiss me where it smells funny. So I drove her to Stoughton. Where did that come from? I, I, I was just in Stoughton at a birthday party. It smells. It smells fine. It's fine. I, <laughs> uh, we tapped into our roots to create sense based on what uh, we believe our guests truly. All right. Cut the crap. How much? Oh, 1974. Each of the four-ounce candles sent to the open road is hand-poured and uh, burns clean, bright, and consistently. You know what You know what I think of? What's a word that comes to mind uh, when you think of Super 8? I, I'd, like to, I'd like to open that up. What's, what word, word association, what word pops into your mind when I say, okay, I say peanut butter? Jelly. Uh, champagne? Toast. <laughs> Nuclear energy. Miss America. Yeah, that's a new one. <laughs> Super 8. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say splooge. I don't know how exactly you spell the word. <laughs> but uh, I, I, No, I, I've stated many of Super 8. I've, I've lived to tell the tale. I've been fine. I stayed... Uh, it's like a long trip, Purdy Sheen. It's a long trip. Magical to me <laughs> to see the change of the season as you drive west from Windsor to Prairie du Chien. Why is it so funny? I don't know. <laughs> we stayed at, uh, it was 2 in the morning. We left downtown Prairie du Chien. There was one hotel open. It was a Saturday. It was 2 in the morning. And this dude comes out. And... Uh, I don't remember all the details, but we were, it was either it was either this place or we we're going to sleep in the car. Yeah, there's no way I was making it home. And he got us a room. I remember being mad because he wouldn't give. It was two in the morning, and he wouldn't give me a discount. It was like 130 bucks or something. Yeah, they don't do that. And we got into the room. The heat wasn't on. There was there was wicker furniture and blood on the carpet. Meh. <laughs> Just like home. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a hotel murder documentary. What the, what the, huh? Uh, so anyways, this is one of my great uh, hotel stories. My my other great hotel story is leaving Cancun uh, during COVID. And uh, there, we had to take a COVID a, a, a test in the basement of the hotel. Yeah. And there was a guy, not a real doctor, in a doctor's uh, uni, like a, uh, a schmock. A strip mall doctor? Yeah. And... Uh, he took our COVID test. We had to be positive to leave the country. We were stuck there. And I told you there was a tip jar. Yeah. And it was full of 20s. <laughs> yep. Chris is like, put a 50 in. We got to get out of here. Yeah. Or, or you're stuck and they take you off property. Yeah. To the jungle. Right. Where? And then. Where the, there's not even a fake doctor. And then nobody knows what happens to you. <laughs> so we put a 50 in the jar. 
And, and you both m- got a negative mir- test? Miraculously, we both got a negative test. Man, that is something. Never seen anything like it in my life. It was fantastic. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. I'm drunk. Good for you. Around here, the town drunk is a person of great honor. Thank you. Today we're talking about drunken mistakes. I'm drunk. Florida, but that's America's wing. (laughs) Florida man facing charges after he hit his wife with a Christmas tree. She asked for some help making dinner. Good night. <laughs> like, Duh. Oh, my God. Duh. Richard Atchison, 52, arrested by police on multiple charges, including domestic battery. The incident happened Monday evening uh, at a home in Fruitland Park, about, where most of the right. gays stay. But, you know, <laughs> according to the affidavit, the two had gotten an argument after the woman asked for help with making dinner. And at some point, she put a spoon in the sink, and it splashed Atchison, which Jeez. is just enough to get your ass kicked. He lost his temper, started packing his things, <laughs> and he went outside to his vehicle. But then he came back in because he's yes. drunk. Yes, Florida man <laughs> in his natural environment. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, but then he came back in the house because he was drunk, and he told his wife to leave instead. When she tried to leave, Atchison shoved her and then picked up a Christmas tree in the corner of the room and threw it at her. Wow. Yeah. He has, like, Hulk-like strength when he's drunk. Uh, Then he blocked the front door to prevent her from leaving, but Uh, you just told her to leave. No. So he's booked in the jail without incident. He sounds like a real nice guy, said nobody. You know, just off the top of my head, I'm not a nuclear scientist. This Wisconsin is on them. This seemed like a lot of work to pick up a tree. I know, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, you're hanging out, watching some Wheel of Fortune, whatever. Things are good. Got your bush light. And what's the most work I can do at this point in my life to do something else? That's right. not how I think. Yeah. What, and you told her to leave. You should just let her leave. Right. Just throw some spaghetti at her. Throw something. Throw the pillow at her or something. Call it a night. Or just sit there and let her leave. Jesus, dude. Unbelievable. Now your tree's all effed up. Right. Uh, and you know, she had to come home from the police station and pick up the damn needles yeah, and all the yeah, yeah. friggin' bulbs. And oh, look. Oh, it's. It's a commemorative bulb, and now it's broke, and she'll never have that memory again. Now we got to write another parody Christmas song about smacking your hoe up with a Christmas tree. Jeez. All right, I'm on it. Hang on, add it to my list. Oh, Christmas tree. <laughs> ah. Yep. So there you go. Uh, that is definitely what an in, what an invalid response to a over overreaction to a to a. Small thing. She's first off. She's making you dinner. Yeah, thank you. Uh, she asked for a little bit of help. That was overstepping her bounds, apparently. And then the spoon in the sink 
The splash is what set him off. Imagine being that fragile. Wonder what size the tree was? It a real tree or a fake tree? We don't know. We don't have the information. Which is funny because I immediately had questions about the tree as well. Right. I was like, okay, is this a large tree? Is it a smaller tree? It's it's, see, a tree is in the middle. If you're going to throw it at somebody, it's better than it's 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 worse than a pillow, but better than an axe. Sure. You know, so I'm just yeah. trying to find a nice soft landing for for all of us here right. throwing a Christmas. The day. pillow axe scale. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty crazy stuff. Though. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. All right. Uh, now we've tried to quit peeing in public. It's been a goal, mm. especially when we're wearing logo. Um, so, <clears throat> this story made me think of the JJO staff. Last month we heard that scientists designed a urinal that drastically reduces splashing, but there are other cases that could benefit from an increase in splashing. The Westminster neighborhood in London has been struggling with people relieving themselves on city streets. Uh, they're fighting back big time. <laughs> they're painting walls and other surfaces with a, with a special kind of paint. Oh. It actually causes the stream to splash back onto the person when they pee on it. Wow. The idea is to deter public urination by soaking the person with their own damn piss. They've also added posters with a QR code to help people find the nearest public restroom and to remind them that public urination is, in fact, illegal. They're adding more public toilets, and there will be a focus on finding people who get caught. Who knew? I just uh, say... uh, 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 Aim for a shallower angle and and off the, to the side a little bit. The paint is what makes it splash back. Yeah, I know. I got you. I understand. I'm just, I'm just, I'm alternative suggestions. I mean, yeah, or you just go to the bathroom. I'm not a nuclear scientist like Miss America, but I do have From a Wausau. But I got a wang. Advantage, danger. <laughs> it's the angle of the dangle, dude. Sure. Ten. Got it? I, I don't know if I do. Got it. I mean, I'm going to let you watch me pee. Oh, thanks, bud. I'm going to show you <laughs> show you a couple of tricks. Okay. Come with me. It's a purely re- research <laughs> take, here. Take, uh, take me by the urine-stained hand and come watch me pee. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, no hold-handing, please. So the, so the paint, uh, give me the science one more time. The paint makes it splash back onto them. Okay. So, like, you pee on it, and it's like... Yeah, yeah. No, I've splashed myself. I didn't know public urination was that big of a problem. But Maybe they just need more public bathrooms. See, to show you, uh, as an example, if you stand at a, at a, at a at the tall urinal, you know, like waist-high urinal, whatever, mm. there's no splash because of the angle. So you're softening the angle of your pee-pee. So that's the science behind the giant... Um, Standalone urinal. Now the shorty, if you're peeing straight on, that's what it sounds like. Okay. So uh, I don't know what else to tell you. And what's the fix, by the way? Did I miss that? What's the? How did they fix it? They're not trying to fix it. It's just they're just telling you the problem. They want the paint to splash you, so that you stop peeing in public. Okay, gotcha. Well, I always uh, uh, allow for a, a percentage of splash. It's my pee. Why do I care? Well, most people don't want to walk around with pee pants. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, so that's the whole idea. All right. If you do it once and you get pee all over you, you're probably not going to pee in public again. Interesting. Yeah. So they're they're weaponizing your own pee against that's you. That's right. I mean, we're running out of options to that's get people right. to stop peeing in public. Totally. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just telling you how I do it. But uh, right. And what are they peeing on? What everything? It, yeah. The streets, the sidewalks. It would be weird if you just had a splash of splash of paint, like balls high, where you'd be standing the average height of a guy. It would be weird. I yeah, I, they're just painting walls and other surfaces with us this paint. Right. Because I'm assuming like dudes are drunk, and then they stand by the wall right. to pee, and then when you pee, but when now you're going to have pee pants, and that's that. Well, just take a step back, and you'll have less splash. I, that's not how it works. The paint is making it splash. No, I know. I'm saying if you take a step back, you're going it, to, it'll, the, the natural arc of your urine stream. The solution is to pee in the restroom. Well, I'm talking about, <laughs> I, I don't mean to go over everybody's head, but I'm talking about oblique angles. What? I don't know either. <laughs> Hello? Yo! You know what the heck's going on? Are you even listening? Who, me? You know the problem we're trying to solve? Oh, uh, yeah, no, I got it. I got it. I was getting uh, something else ready, but I got, I got the gist. Johnny, hey, we need about a few more good years out of you. No, I got a grip on this news I got the gist. I don't, I, I, I think uh, the answer is stupid. It's a waste. I think it doesn't make any sense. We're trying to, we're trying to get people to use urinals, not walls. Yeah, I, it, well, right. You're, you're, you're going to paint Okay, I get it. And well, how much is this paint? How much is this paint going to cost? Don't worry, it's not your problem. <laughs> no, it sounds really dumb to me. It's in Westminster. Yeah, I know. I get it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Stupid. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.